Hello everyone and welcome to the Soulful Mamas podcast. You're with Maria and I'm so pleased you're here. How was your Christmas? How was your new year? If you celebrate. Um, it's a busy time, right? It's exciting and um, fun, happy, sad. It's a culmination of so many emotions. So I'm hoping in whatever you did, however you celebrate, that you're able to now have a bit of breathing out time and just enjoy, enjoy this time, this season without the um, hustle and bustle and excess busyness. So today I have a really special beautiful person woman to introduce to you she is Sarah Vasella she is a mama of one little one who is two and she is is really hard to actually describe because she's so um multi-talented uh but basically she's a creative a soulful creative being and she has a business called sacred maid which is the home of soul activation and she delivers bodies of work and modalities to bring bring your soul more online basically she does this through sacred symbol logos she has offers programs and mentorship as well and it's all her mission is all about helping others live as and express their true selves with freedom to move with soul to pivot to align and to expand into abundance and um, overflow so she speaks my language a lot i absolutely love her work and i have known sarah for uh, gosh over a year in the capacity initially through um the play circle groups that I offer so she came with her little one and she is so gentle and humble because when she came she came as a beautiful mama and she was just loving her child enjoying her child and wanting to connect with other mums and um, learn about what you know what I do and what I offer in, in terms of um, holding space with for parents and and little ones and it wasn't until quite some time later that I actually learnt just how amazing this woman actually is in terms of her other work and what she brings to the world and she's got a you know she's got an international audience so um, she has this gift of just being present and she was present in that space she was in with her daughter connecting with other mums and with me and yeah she's not a all about me all about me it was yeah really beautiful and and as time went on and we had more conversations and some really beautiful deep conversations about so many different things but um don't you just love it when you can talk about anything with somebody with real depth that you feel it is actually soul filling 
it's not surface level you know what did you have for breakfast today um it's these musings on our world and our planet and our universe and um who are we and what is this all about those sorts of conversations well anyway i love them and so i love this conversation with sarah and i'm sure you will too um yeah enjoy i'll stop talking and let's listen to sarah sarah welcome welcome to the soulful mama's podcast it is so so good to have you here oh yeah thank you thank you maria i'm very excited very excited to be here yeah it's been a it's been a long time coming and um you've been one of the people that have known that i've I've been planting seeds and trying to get this off the ground. So I'm really, really pleased that you can be one of my first guests and um, share with the world your beautiful story. So um, maybe if you just start by just sharing a little bit about you and your your journey into motherhood. Yeah, sure. So my name is Sarah and I have a daughter who is almost three now. Uh, I run my own business and we'll probably get into a little bit more of that conversation as well because it definitely weaves into being a mother and all of those things but yeah my journey into motherhood was not a surprise but in a way it was it was just the right time so my my partner my husband and I had been together for oh my gosh over 10 years and we never really talked about children. I was a teacher. And so I always had a connection with children. I loved working with children. And, and so I knew that, you know, that was wanted to be part of my journey, but I never put any pressure on, you know, what might happen. And then just one day we, we had a conversation and we said, why don't we have a baby? And so, yeah, about six months later, I think we um, got pregnant. Well, I got pregnant and um, Valentina arrived. Yeah, after that. And it was, I, I loved being pregnant. And I know that that's not the case for everybody. So I'm really grateful that, yeah, it was a journey that felt really nourishing and exciting. And my body felt really good throughout that journey. So I'm so, so thankful for that. And yeah, do we want to go into birth? and all of those things or yeah. is it really yeah well that's if you feel called to share that yeah great yeah well I'll keep it short and sweet because um yeah those things can can drag on but uh my so she was about four days late and I remember this very pivotal moment where I had gone out into the backyard it was late afternoon and the sun was starting to go down and I was just having some quiet time because around that time you're just so the veil is so thin and you're just in a in a kind of holding pattern of preparation and waiting for this baby to come earthside and I just was out in the garden feet on the grass and I just remember hearing her voice saying I'm coming mummy and I knew it was her and it was it was something extraordinary that I'd never really experienced before and then that evening she she started her journey so um yeah we labored I labored through the night and she was there by the morning 7 a.m the next morning and 
it all started. It all started from there. So it's such a, I always look back on, on that birth journey as a really huge moment and a really big rite of passage for me and for, for any woman. And I really believe in that quote about when a baby is born, so is a mother. Uh, for myself, that was incredibly uh, accurate. And I remember sitting in the, in the birthing unit. Um, I had her in, in a water uh, bath, which was lovely. And the next morning I was sitting there and I just felt like a superhuman person. You know, I just felt so powerful in that moment. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Like there was just this other level of boldness and courage and strength that I found in myself through that process, which was a surprise and and also such a great foundation for what was to come next because yeah like like all new mothers probably know babies sleep when they want to sleep and they wake when they want to wake so mm-hmm. we've always been on a on a co-sleeping journey from the start and still she's nearly three now and she still wakes in the night um and I go and and bring her into another bed and we sleep together for most of most of the night and I guess through that journey I had to really surrender to the season that I was in even though when you're in the midst of it it's so hard to be in the tiredness and the and the lack of energy and the lack of time not being able to do the things that you used to do it's it's such a shift in in your whole state of being your whole lifestyle especially for me I was 35 when I had her 36 so I had lived a decent amount of my life on my own and you know being able to to call my own shots and do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it basically and then it was a really big shift into into motherhood and okay this is this is it now like she is the center of my world and things have to shift and move and change and they have continued to do so. And I've really found a lot of strength and compassion for myself through the process and knowing that it is only a season and they're only small for so long. And yeah, it, there's so much that goes into this whole conversation, but that's kind of what's coming through with me and my journey into motherhood thus far. So oh, I love that. So beautiful. So beautiful. And I think that using the word season is so, it's so accurate because we do have these seasons. And I think um, one of the um, seasons of birth or post-birth, that fourth trimester is the one that's really not spoken about too much. And it's so wonderful that you had that um, strength and that foundation and that gift of that connection with her before, you know, as she was about to um, start her journey. And so there was a, a knowing, almost like a little awakening of that um, initiation into motherhood. It's sort of, you had that little gift in that way, because I can imagine it helped you through those first few months where, to be honest, I mean, I don't know if anyone really knows what they're doing, especially it doesn't matter how many children you have as well, because it um, each child's different. But to have some solid 
okay we're in this together I'm good I've got this we're kind of um empowered in a way as a mother do you feel that you were um the empowerment came from anyone or thing externally or was it an internal feeling more so well, to to be really honest, at the very start of this journey, I was I was obviously a complete novice because I've never done this before. And so I was Googling everything and trying to find the answers to what was happening and trying to read the books about how to get my baby to sleep. And all that I found was one, that it, that it wasn't helpful, really. All of those things are so single single lensed you know like there's no one size fits every baby Mm -hmm. and every mother and every relationship uh and what really changed for me Maria was actually when I found you and I found our play circle group and I found a group of mothers who were doing things the way I wanted to do and the way that I was doing them because up until that point I had had the kind of antenatal group of mums and they're so lovely, such wonderful people. But we did things quite differently. And and so I I couldn't feel like I could really share about, you know, the, the struggles of co-sleeping and, and all of those things where somebody could truly understand me. And and it wasn't until I found mothers who were doing the same thing and and you know, raising their children in a similar way that I felt like, okay, I can, I can gather strength here in my, in my tribe. Like I can actually lean on these moms and speak to them and hear their story as well and find myself in here. And yeah, it wasn't up until that point. And that was quite far on. I think it was about six, six or nine months, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I had felt a lot of struggle really uh before that and and looking outside of myself for answers and it wasn't until and I didn't even realize that's that's what I needed you know I didn't even realize it was like oh I just need to be heard um by somebody who gets it I didn't even realize that's what I needed at the time so so I'm so thankful for you and for for our play circle group and and also for things like this like this soulful mama's podcast where because I was doing that too. I was listening to all the co-sleeping podcasts and I was like, oh my God, I actually resonate so much with how these mums are doing things. It's it's the way I want to do things. And I could actually trust myself more in the process and actually lean into the ways that I wanted to do things, not just what their book said about bloody, I don't know, trying to settle them in their in their bed and then walk away. And oh, it just didn't didn't feel right, but I didn't know how to make it right and it wasn't until I found that group of mums that I was like okay cool we can do this and when it's crap when it when everything turns to shit then that's okay we can talk about it we can be open and and express all of it and and then move through you know that's yeah it's so it's so so true it's that it's embracing that feeling that knowing because um like play circle is I guess it's not for everybody as well and that's okay but it's finding it's permission to seek um outside of the box so to speak and find your people find your tribe find your village and 
as it goes, your your village will be your village, but then it expands and we're all actually collected, but it's okay that we have different ideas and ways of of doing things. And each child's different, so you are going to do it differently. But it's it's that whole um shooting on ourselves and each other and that judgment and often it's self-judgment and it can be reflected back in the things that we read or Google. Um, not intentionally, but because your child's not doing that, what's wrong with me as a mother, as a parent, what am I doing? Um, yeah, it's it's a challenge. And if you haven't got that um, ability to go within and find your inner strength and tap into your own inner knowing and wisdom, uh, because that is probably the thing that led you to play circle, there would have been you would have just been more open to a conversation that somebody else had where somebody went to this place and your little antennae would have been, what's that? Yeah, there has to be an openness to um, seeking for yourself and for, you know, Valentina as well. So it takes a bit of courage, I think, as a as a mum. And I know I didn't have that so much with my son, but with Maya, my daughter, who my second child, she very similar to what you're explaining, what you're sharing with. But Valentina's your first, and that wasn't my experience. Um, yeah, I had a lot of shooting on myself until I, <laughs> I, you know, thought, okay, there's got to be this. You you feel like out of alignment, right? You don't. It doesn't feel right that feeling, mm -hmm. and we either listen to it and be a bit uncomfortable for a while, or we um, ignore it and push it aside, but it doesn't actually go away. Hey, so Yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like there is so much deconditioning that happens too around parenting and the way that we were parented and the way society even sees parenting sometimes mm -hmm. that you don't even realize is there until you become a parent. And you're like, actually, no, I don't want to do things that way. Or no, this feels more in alignment with with who I am and, and the way that I want our relationship to be and the way I want to do things. And yeah, it's it's an, I just want to share just quickly the way I found Play Circle was very serendipitous and, and it's exactly how the universe works. So I had I had been this was the time when uh, the COVID-19, all of those fun things were happening <clears throat> and um, we were being pushed to, you know, take this vaccination, whatever. And I um, decided not to because I had that choice. And then I found out that the the circles that I had been going to, um, you needed to have that in, in order to be at those. And so that was a really hard time because I felt so isolated in that decision I felt like I was cutting myself off from, you know, all of the social interactions and everything in, in life, but I just knew that it was right for me. And for everybody, this decision is is unique and, and their own. And I don't believe anybody made the right or the wrong decision. You just needed to make the one that was right for you in the moment. And okay. so I've, yeah. So for me, that that's what it was. And then a friend of mine said, oh, you could come to this play circle because you know we're doing it at the gardens and blah blah so I thought okay cool I didn't even realize it was a Steiner play circle and then we got into the first songs uh that that you sang and 
I was like, oh, I'm home. This just felt so right. And I knew that the that the universe had divinely orchestrated and and you know made that happen because I was willing to trust myself in that process. And that is how I move in business. That is how I move in life. And it's something that I've really worked on for a long time. That that building of self-trust and actually trusting that it's safe to move into what feels right for you, mm. even if it goes against the grain. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm. That's exactly why we have play circle outside in the gardens because um, I really, it was my feeling too, that this needs to be mothers more than ever in that time needed that group, that support, that circle and it was so strong within me that we're just going to, I'll find a solution to this. And we did. And so we were out outside and it was all okay. And it did open um, the door, so to speak, for others to come in as well and have that experience. And there's a lot of holding that needed to happen in that time. And um, yeah, super grateful. I could hold that space mm. because uh, it was it was needed and um yeah and we navigated through and play circle just continued and the children just did their thing and we did ours and it was you know life goes on yeah. and yeah. we keep that beautiful harmony particularly for the children which and of course these beautiful mamas so yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And um, how, where has, um, from that, it was nearly, what, two years? Is it two years ago? Probably. Mm. It would have been about, yeah, it was in term four, a couple of years ago. So over that last few years, where has that um, journey taken you? Has motherhood um guided you in different directions or have you gone back to teaching or or did you know how how did that impact if if it did at all yeah oh yes yes it definitely did um so yeah as I mentioned before I run my own business it's a creative business but it's also a, a healing activation mentorship kind of business and I was really excited to get back into my work because it's actually a soul-led business so I am doing what I love to do in the world so I actually came out of my maternity leave early, about a month early, and I was coming back to fully booked out uh, packages and clients that had found me during my time away from social media because I took, I think, three months completely offline because I just knew I needed that bubble of me and baby time. And then I started to come back online after that three months and there were people reaching out wanting to work with me. So I thought, okay. I'm excited to see how this is going to go. I was actually excited to see how I could balance work and a baby. Mm -hmm. And uh, then that's when it all kind of started. That, that was the big uh, refining, intentional, like coming into hyper alignment with myself and the way I want to do things in business. And it hasn't really stopped since then. So what I found was my business began to grow and I had mixed emotions about that. One, 
I was excited because things were getting busier. You know, I was making more income. Things were feeling really great. And then I also felt, okay, I have only a limited amount of time because I'm still caring for this little person. I think at that time she was in daycare uh, two days a week. And so I had that time. And that has changed as as time goes on. She, she came out of that for a while and I had her at home with me. And then she started at kindy because yeah, I just wasn't feeling the the daycare and the hours and those kinds of things. But what I what I realized was I had to get really intentional about where I was taking action in my business, what I was putting my focus towards. Because before she came along, I had all of the time in the world to, you know, create things and to write posts and to put out new offerings and all of the things. And it was wonderful. I just let myself do whatever I felt like. And then she came along and I was like, well, okay, I am exhausted. I am, you know, still in love with this work, but I have limited time to devote to it now. And so I had to get really intentional with, with what offerings served and nourished me and also were, you know, providing an impactful experience or, or product or service for somebody else. And so I started to make changes in the way I did things and I condensed things. I let go of a lot of things that I was offering, like full branding packages. I just knew that that wasn't in alignment for me anymore. It didn't feel like a full body yes. And so I let that go and I just had to trust because at that time when I made that decision, that was my primary source of income, the branding packages. And so I had to really do a lot of energy work as well around what's possible here. And, and if I follow what is in true alignment for me, I know that I'm always held and I know that there's always something else to come in to support me in that. And so I had to do a few kind of leap and trust moments within that whole process of refining my business to support me and to support my family time. And this year in particular has been um, really where I have got, I feel like I've kind of nailed it now. Like there's always going to be a progression. It's always going to be evolving. It's never going to be perfect. And I've, I've let that, like, I've actually accepted that now, but this year I, I really built in some foundations for my business to allow me time and spaciousness and to support me financially so that I felt held by my business. It wasn't just like I needed to work to get money um it was more so what offerings do I really want to bring out to the world what fills me up what brings me into my state of overflow and nourishes me and can be of service to others and that's where I leaned in and that's where I built um online courses and other ways to work with me in, in a really intentional and highly focused but wonderful way so yeah, that, that has been a big journey, balancing life and business and all of those things. Ah, oh, that's such a, that there is such a gift though, just hearing, um, you know, for other people listening, hearing that journey and that permission to, um, to change and ebb and flow and surrender, all of that and trust, trust is such a big thing, but I feel like for you, um, that experience you had when Valentina was about to become Earthside, when you're outside barefoot on the grass and you were connected to all that is, 
and you had that um that's like this knowing and just trust the gift or the message of trust and it's all going to be okay and that birthing process birthing a little human and you continue to do with your the work your offerings birthing them into the world too because they're so beautiful and everyone listening if you see my logo that is courtesy of the beautiful Sarah and her um amazing work so it's yeah it's been amazing watching your journey and as you've just you're like this um flower that's just blooming and continues to bloom so like the rose so it's really yeah. it's really really um special to be able to witness that alongside you so yeah well thank really. you yeah I feel like it's it's almost my my mission to do things differently in the world and in doing so it, it's just giving others permission to say actually hang on maybe I could do this differently or maybe something else is possible so yeah I've always got strength and courage even just from that from from knowing that when I follow what's right for me and and share that in any kind of way that I do online or within my business that it's actually like a beacon for others to say actually yeah I want to do things differently too or I know I'm here to do things differently because a lot of us we know that already we know we're not here to follow the mainstream way of living mm -hmm. or working or all of those things and so the more that I can unsubscribe from those things myself and and actually make choices in alignment with that higher self and and the way I really actually want to do things the more it's like showing others what's possible too and, mm -hmm. and that's how I have got to where I am seeing other people in the world doing things differently and going hang on a minute I want to do something like that too or I want to do something differently as well but yeah, trust is a huge thing. And I just wanted to actually put in here, which I haven't talked to yet in this conversation, but earlier this year I had um, a miscarriage and that in itself was a, was a huge, <clears throat> oh, a huge birth experience and a huge moment of trust in my body, more so than I had ever really in my life. So yeah, it was, it was a, really sad time for us as a family and the actual event itself was was very intense and I was almost at the point where we were thinking do we need to go to A&E like is this too much um and and I remember upstairs in my daughter's bedroom and god she was just an an angel throughout the process like she was only two and she's kind of rubbing my back saying, it's all right, mummy, and I'll go and get daddy. And, oh, I mean, she's wise beyond her years. I know mm -hmm. that. Uh, but I remember having a moment in her, I was getting into the evening. I'd been talking to my midwife and telling her kind of how much blood loss and all of those things. And she was kind of like, mm, you're right on the edge of, you know, needing to go and get support. And I just remember surrendering in my daughter's room and, and just speaking out loud saying, okay. I've surrendered enough. I've I've trusted enough. Like I, I just can't, I can't do this anymore. Like I need, I need help now. Mm. Just speaking to my angels, my guides, the universe, God. And, and at that time, at that moment, my flow started to lessen. And I was, it was such a relief because I knew that I was past the worst of it. And, and 
I was so proud of myself for trusting my body in the process. For me, I never wanted to go, like I, I was only about three weeks pregnant and then it wasn't until about week 10 that my miscarriage started to happen. And it wasn't until then that I actually realized that the baby wasn't um, wasn't okay. So my body had gone a long time. Mm. Uh, and But I knew that, that this was my body's role and my body's job and my body knew what to do. And it was me that had to just kind of get out of the way and just let things happen and surrender and trust the process. So... So I did, and and trust in my body just got amplified tenfold within that whole process. And yeah, it, it was a really significant moment as well. And in my journey as a mother and, and always. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that because it's, these are the conversations and stories that we often keep locked away in our hearts and it's usually the mum that has, you know, locked away and they're not shared. And um, it's not just that little person, that little soul, because they they were here. It's also your journey and your processing and your healing and that capacity and permission to grieve and heal and and talk, mm. share, just to share. It's... um. I, I remember seeing you afterwards as it might have been a week or two I can't quite remember and there was just and within the group there was so much love for you um and and it was like a almost like the sisterhood of knowing and permission to share and cry and mm. um I felt very grateful I could, you know, give you that really big embrace. But also mm. in that, I felt uh, I felt so much strength from you at the same time. Um, so you know, there's a big grieving that you're going through, and we're all we're all grieving with and for you. But I felt strength from you, and. Um, and since then, it's you. You continue to, like I said before, bloom. So there's, um, I think you did allow yourself that you recognised your little one, that little soul, and um, they're forever part of your your family, and um, and that story. And the more we can share and talk. And again, gives other people permission to acknowledge and regardless of how far along you are in your um, pregnancy, it's it's huge. It's huge. Mm. And um, oh, we really do need to have more of these conversations, I feel. So thank you so much. I appreciate you um, having the courage to bring that up. It's not something I'm going to probe people to do, but um, oh, it's beautiful when, when it comes because... Mm. Um, and it's honoring, honoring that whole time, honoring your little person. And Valentina, how beautiful is she? Just um, oh yeah, all knowing, just holding space mm -hmm. for you as well, and just loving you through it all. Yeah, mm -hmm. so yeah, important. it was incredible. <clears throat> and I actually remember um, after 
that whole that whole thing happened you know as a mum you kind of there's a sense of just carrying on because you do have another little person usually in, in the mix one or two and and so the grieving actually came for me when I went to a women's circle I went I was invited to go to a women's circle uh, by somebody I was doing a logo for and I thought it was really important for me to go even though it was tricky because it was kind of at bedtime and I was humming and hawing as to whether I should go I went and I just spent the whole time bawling my eyes out and I knew that it was my my emotional body like processing what had happened and I hadn't really had this had the space or even just been held really in a in a long period of time by by a group of women I mean I didn't even know the majority of these women but it didn't matter I, I was safe to release what was what was there in me and and that was so healing for me I didn't even again divinely guided I didn't realize I needed to go there for that but that is exactly what happened when I was there and I was so thankful for that whole process mm. yeah I think yeah that importance of um those circles those women's circles when you feel safe because you know what you say um, or share is it's held within the circle and there's not it it's and when you feel safe it's just like with children you can breathe and you can be and whatever needs to come up or out can rather than yeah we're just the same as our little ones really <laughs> mm. we've just had more years of learning how to like cover it up yes it's we mm. all need that um opportunity to express and we could learn from our little people when they do express and often it's the first oh let's shut this down they shouldn't be doing this but really mm. yeah it's um they're just trying to tell us something so yeah thank you yeah and I'm really glad that you found that circle group I yeah I love women's circles and I think the more that we can embrace them and discover them and find the one that fits um, each of us, yeah, the world would be a great place, greater place. <laughs> Woman yeah. in circle. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, well, Sarah, I'll put all of your, because your offerings are amazing and I know people are going to want to know more about what you do so we'll put all of that information in the show notes where to find you on um, instagram's your main hangout place yeah mm, yes, or, or yes. would it be pinterest yeah um so we'll put all that there and any offerings that you have and where people can find out more about you um but before we do go could you just share with us one or two things that you do to keep your soul full what do you do soul-filling yes. things you might do I would love to uh so for me being a creative person having free creative time has always been a way for me to connect with you know the the truer part of me my soul my higher self god and so having a practice and even though it, it might not be regular it might just be a seasonal practice or you know a rhythm of creation that changes and ebbs and flows with life I always want to have something that I can pour my creative energy into and the best thing I've found for that process and for 
enabling it to be like a nourishing process is to actually let go of the outcome and it's not about what the art or the creation turns out like or looks like but my intention is to be in the process of creativity and that is where the nourishment that's where the joy and the excitement comes for me that's where I get to fill my own cup and you know not worry about what what the outcome is going to be but just be in a creative process and it could be painting a picture it could be uh, cooking a, a new meal or listening to music or just moving my body I, I love to be in creation just yeah whenever it ebbs whenever it flows whenever I can and that's something I found really nourishing and something that keeps my soul full in my life and in motherhood too oh amazing that's beautiful oh Sarah thank you so so much for sharing with us today and um yeah beautiful vulnerable inspiring shares so yeah we're all going to get lots out of this so thank you so so much and um we'll keep in touch because I'm sure we'll um want to chat again sometime soon um yeah What a beautiful, soul-filling conversation with the soulful Sarah. So beautiful. I could chat with her for hours and we could talk about so many topics. It's, um, you know, when you find a person that you can just talk about anything and everything with? Sarah's that person. Um, so, but keeping it within the time frames, we focused on what we're focusing on however I would love to uh, have more conversations with her in the future uh, she was so open and generous and even vulnerable with her sharing uh, which is really it's one of her many strengths but she's a very strong um, in her own power woman uh, and it's one of the gifts I think she shares is that permission to be in your power as a woman but still be very soft as well um, that graceful feminine flow but the capacity to access the masculine when needed to have that strength and take action and get things done so you can find out more about Sarah on her website and her beautiful um, Instagram page and Pinterest pages. She's obviously a creative and her work is just next level incredible. So do go and have a look and um, you'll see what I'm talking about. It was really hard to narrow down the takeaways for this episode, but I've got a few for you. Takeaways for today were... Number one, motherhood is a rite of passage. When a baby is born, so is the mother. Number two, each phase is only a season and seasons pass. Number three, too many books and Googling can lead to overwhelm. Number three, feeling the relief and giving yourself permission for strength 
to find like-minded mums and that need for being heard and seen and then being able to lean in the ways that we each want to do things even if it's different to what your other friends and family members are doing. Number five, there is this need for a deconditioning around parenting in society. We need to be willing to trust our own bodies, ourselves and our children. And number six, having the boldness and strength and courage to provide a really solid foundation for our children and for ourselves on our parenting journey. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the, the podcast. And if you're feeling up to it, you can rate it and leave a review. And otherwise, I will see you next time. Wishing you a beautiful, soul-filling day. Bye. Thank you.